The following podcast contains real Craigslist ads posted by real people, the majority of which are not suitable for younger listeners. None of the ads have been altered, except for the sake of time, especially offensive content, or if the host thought it'd be funny. Saddle up, it's time for another Dregs of Craigs. to Dregs of Craigs, the podcast where we find gross, awful, just messed up stuff on Craigslist and present it to you because, I don't know, it's funny or something. My name's Steve Ross. I'm Dustin White. And I'm Sean Crandall. How you doing this week, gentlemen? Fine. Oh man, it's alright, it's alright, dog. It's, it's more of the same shit. Chilling like a villain, bruh. Same shit, different week. So, uh, as I understand it... Uh, Dustin, you have something that you wanted to bring to our attention. Yeah, uh, I wasn't sure. As, if... as far as I understand, it's not very Craigslist related, but... It is not, um, but it's not the first time that I've, I've brought something not Craigslist related to share. Um, so, uh, a little bit of background. Facebook has really been throwing ads against the wall to see what sticks for me. Um, <laughs> I don't know at what point Facebook decided it had to just try shit out and see. Oh, um, God. Yeah, I've just been getting ads for stuff that I'm like, I I don't know why you thought this was for me, but sure, I feel very neutral about this women's lingerie know. site you're giving me. I mean, it goes off of your search history and the stuff that it picks up spying on you. So if it's bringing up like ladies underwear, you really only have yourself to blame, bud. I mean, I just, you, I know you're right, but also there are some things that I'm just like, there's no way because I've never looked into this before. Look, like, we're not judging you. I'm just, I'm just saying. Point is, <laughs> point is, this is one of the things that came across my, my, uh, my Facebook feed, and I, and I had to stop and see if it was real, and it is. Um, the thing that I found is a book called Towers Above. Ooh. And it is a uh it, it, think of um think of the product of a horse girl, right? So a girl and like a 13-year-old girl who's all about horses, right? And then um do a sort of particle fusion, you know, hadron collider impact with um the most tea partiest boomer you can find. Ooh. Well, okay, Ooh. let me let me uh, visualize result. this uh uh, this brundle fly situation. Just a moment. Um, hmm. Uh, uh, so I know you were going uh, for a horrified sound. It really sounds like you're coming. I'm sorry. There's no other way to say this. It can be both. Ch- sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I'm already done with both of you, but go on. <laughs> so, um, I just want to give you an idea. Uh, first off, uh, I'm going to share my screen real fast. Oh, good. Because you need to see the cover of this book. I bet I do. You I will. I bet my life it. just this isn't is the book. complete without seeing this fucking. Uh. Oh no! 
So you found the detail. So, listener, the the book uh, the book called Towers Above is a uh, a hand drawn uh, cover featuring rolling <laughs> green hills and yeah, it's like a nice watercolor. Yeah, and corral fences, and a close-up of a horse's face, particularly its eye and its ear. Um, but in its eye is reflected uh, nothing else but the twin towers um, of uh, of New York. That of New York, were, of New York fame, of New York fame. <laughs> yep, that well, were uh, tragically destroyed in September uh, uh, 11, thousand one. When? Uh, shut the fuck up! You know, don't. don't I do forgot. That. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bullshit. I know you have the Hooters 9-11 memorial pin. Oh my god, I want that badly. Like also <laughs> no, I, no joke, no hyperbole. Folder. So <laughs> let me read you let me read you the, the synopsis of Towers Above. Is it and just then, how Seabiscuit did 9-11? Just, <laughs> just let me get through this is all I ask. All right. Just let me get through this. It gets worse, is all I'm gonna say. So, here we go. Towers above. The events of 9-11 have produced several stories about heroes who emerged on that day. In the Midwest, two men, one an American and the other an expatriate of Saudi Arabia, had no clue oh. that the deaths of their loved ones from that treachery would years later intertwine their lives on a horse track in Kentucky. All Dr. Rob Becker wanted was to fulfill a dream he and some college friends had to create another secretariat. His friends included a geneticist. To create. Yeah. Okay. His yes, friends, via cloning. His friends included a geneticist, a horse trainer, and a large animal vet, who together provided the ingredients to fulfill <laughs> this dream. Hey, bud, you got two things that are going to be useful. Just, it's... It's going to get worse, not here, but you'll see. Ahmad, Ben, Slaughter. The guy's last name is Slaughter. The ex I'm sorry. Yes. There's <laughs> a lot of... Slaughter. Yes, there's a lot of... I. No, I'm going to finish this. I'm, I'm breaking my own rule here. <laughs> lost, lost his identical twin brother, Omid, for simply being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. Omid, who was with a group of Saudis buying thoroughbreds in Kentucky on 9-11, had overheard a chilling what? conversation and was murdered because of what he discovered. From that day <laughs> forward, Rob's tribute horse, Towers Above, and a Saudi horse, Nadelius, were destined to do <laughs> battle on a Kentucky horse track just as Ben was executing his revenge plan in two Midwestern states. Pistols at dawn, horse versus horse. So... At first glance, okay, fucking whatever. Like it's so, a, some I'm, somebody wanted to write their weird like, you know, they they have a passion. They all clearly wanted to write about you know, hey, people who were affected by this tragedy. Fine, okay. whatever. No, I, it's I not, think their passion is horses and not nine eleven. <laughs> oh, you think again? It could be both. I have a question though, and I'm not going to force you to read the book in order to answer it for me. So you can just say I don't know. Um, is it? Are the events of the book just happening on 9-11, like in no. the Midwest somewhere? No, no. So the idea is that this is this is years after, but this is all stemming... Oh, this stemming... is post-9-11. This is post-9-11, yes. But the idea is that the things that happened are sort of spurring off stuff that happened on 9-11. So, like, 9-11 happened, which butterfly it effect into the events of this book. No, not book. Trilogy! There's three of them. Of course there are. God damn it. 
So, so okay, I'm wait. I'm still confused. So 9-11 was like the butterfly wing flapping that caused the tsunami of this guy getting a horse? Bud, 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 bud. It, it, did you not hear me when I said it gets worse? For, uh, let me get to book two. Let me get to book two. Because book two... I'm already worried because he found a geneticist first and then some horse people. You need to I just, saw Tusk. I need you. To prepare yourself for the cover of book two. Oh, no. Oh, that's very, very good. Oh, dear listener. No. Dear listener. Is that an th- eagle attacking a drone? Just, just let, this book, dear listener, I, I think I'll put these on, on, on our Twitter. <laughs> think of a, uh, a Kentucky uh, forest. Uh, this is a more of a photo. This is not a painting. Um, yeah. In the background... Are multiple attack drones, um, well, or maybe well, not attack I, drones? Those are quadcopters, so maybe not. I was gonna say they look like just like uh, playground drones that your yeah, dad just, like got from Costco. But not. But basically, there are four um, clearly copy pasted drones, just in different sizes to uh, you know uh, indicate size. A definitely cut and pasted and just you know twisted a little bit bald eagle who yeah does seem to be trying to attack one of the. Uh, uh, well, he's drones. clearly just defending his nest. And the the piece de resistance is yeah. the horse of this book, <laughs> who again it's a it's a picture of the horse's eyes and his sort of top head. But this time the horse is in some weird horse army camo helmet with a U.S. flag uh, Punisher skull right between his eyes. Yeah, sort of defeating the purpose of the camo balaclava there. Because sort you kind of kinda, you put a great big red, white, and blue target right on your horse's face in apparently a war zone, bud. You're there a bad horse owner. Many questions. It's that called are... <laughs> Towers Progeny. It's called Towers Progeny. Uh, mm. Yes, and the um, oh, so uh, that's not Tower. That's his son. No, that is t- uh, as far as I'm aware. That is Tower. This is just, I guess. So okay, let me read you the synopsis for number two. Oh, it's a shotgun wedding, huh? Uh, and um, I don't know. I guess spoilers. Well, yeah, if they you want to put down Tower after he was <laughs> found and to be juicing. Before I I read these, I suppose I don't know. Fucking spoiler alert. I guess I don't give a shit. Book number two. <laughs> Doctor Rob Becker will also be your guide in the second novel of the Towers trilogy. Oh, good. And a lot of shit's about to come at you real fast. Prior to his wife's kidnapping, all was right in Rob's world. <laughs> Towers Above had retired to stud, and Rob's dream of producing another secretariat had come true. God damn it. However, Rob's CIA operative friend, Tommy, couldn't let go of some gnawing financial questions concerning a farmland that had care for T.A. It's in quotes. I don't know why. Fuck it. Read the book. While investigating the death of T.A.'s former groom, uh, I think T.A. is a horse, uh, and his- Towers Above. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, Towers, Towers above. above. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, look at that. Uh, Get it together, and, Dustin. Yeah, fuck it. And his newfound <laughs> wealth in a South American country. Tommy unwound the debt of deceit surrounding Rob's silent partner, Mark, and his involvement within one of America's darkest intelligence agencies. Just any South American country, huh? Just pick one that f- pick catches one. your fancy. Throw a, throw a dart. Uh, Ecuador. 
Rob knew that he was once again putting his marriage at risk, but he couldn't help it. It didn't take long before Marty discovered Rob's deceit. His continued lies resulted in Marty's moving in with her sister in Portland, Oregon. (laughs) Distraught and panicked, Rob called Tommy, who had information that only added to Rob's fears. Antifa terrorists in Portland were kidnapping wealthy individuals (laughs) and demanding enormous ransoms from the kidnapped victims' families. Tommy tells Rob that Marty fits the kidnapper's profile. Oh, that's so good. Tommy's Wait, intel. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, is he framing his uh his partner? No, no, no. He's saying basically, oh no, my wife is all of these things. She must be about to kidnap. Oh, so he's trying to get his wife arrested. Or no, I he's guess saying I'm worried my wife is going to be kidnapped definitely kidnapped by because he fits... super soldiers. Yeah. Okay, I I thought he was trying to get, like he was trying to swat his wife. No, no, no. You know, like some people do with streamers. He's telling him, no, look, your wife is all of these things, therefore she's definitely going to get kidnapped by Antifa. Yeah, he loves his his wife. His wife just moved away. Because she was upset that they that that she found out that Towers Above was created like Mewtwo. <laughs> we combined the abilities of all resources that have ever won the Kentucky Derby. There is there is more to the synopsis. Oh, good. Tommy's intel proves to be right. Within days, Shit. Marty is kidnapped. The search for her <sighs> takes Rob and Tommy on trails surrounding Mount Hood, where Antifa's secret hideout was thought to be. Oh the homegrown God. anarchists, believed to be made up of mostly entitled, dissatisfied millennials, were no strangers That's to death us. and destruction and had embarked on a journey to cause both. That's Wep- fantastic. Don't keep it, it still goes. Weapons of mass destruction had previously been stolen by Antifa followers, and their use was what? now a threat to the well-being of thousands of innocents in Portland. Well, okay, if we manage to get our hands on some WMDs, that shows gumption. Together with American military forces, <laughs> the CIA, Homeland Security, and other government anti-terrorism agencies, you know the other ones, Tommy and Rob <laughs> set off on their separate perilous journeys. Was it destiny or determination that kept Rob and Tommy together in circumstances of natural and terrorism-driven danger and death? As Sexual events in tension. Portland escalate, both men would personally experience devastating loss <laughs> and sorrow during the defeat of Antifa's short-lived revolution. I don't think I've ever heard the phrase as events in Portland escalate. Okay, but what what about the South American uh, horse partner guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, Antifa. I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, you it say it's a trilogy. Well, South America is, is where all those shithole countries live, and that's where Antifa gets all of their drugs, I assume. So, so the third book is called Tower's Destiny. Um, the 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 cover oh, is is unremarkable. Uh, unfortunately, I was really Ooh. hoping it would escalate further, but no. It's it's profile of horse and butterflies. That's it. Um, <laughs> which honestly is probably for the best. Well, that's kind of that's kind of fun that it reverted back to a Lisa Frank sort of. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Towers Destiny in the third <laughs> and final book of the Buck Bannon trilogy. Buck Bannon being the pen name of the author. Uh, we are immersed. Oh! We are immersed once more in the thrill ride life of dentist and self-proclaimed amateur CIA operative Dr. Rob Becker. He's a dentist? 
He's uh, a self-proclaimed CIA operative? I'm pretty sure that's just a terrorist guy. Now, there's something I feel like I need to mention right here. Um, in the bio for Buck Brannon. Um, in the 25th is, century. He is himself a dentist, or at least oh, a of former course. dentist. Clearly. Of course. Of so course. Rob Becker is, no, is, no, is nothing less than a Mary Sue. Um, yes. <laughs> Gary Stu. It, it's the same thing. Um, uh, but, but, I, uh, I just know he's going to be... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just know he's going to be real upset if you try to uh, assume his gender. Oh, boy. You know how that goes. Uh, oh, self-proclaimed yeah. <laughs> amateur CIA operative Dr. Rob Becker and his friend Tommy, the longtime real CIA operative who would rather <laughs> ask forgiveness than permission as he pushes the limits of agency protocol. That's Ta a bad CIA agent, man. Tower's destiny opens shortly after Rob's reconciliation with his wife, Marty, as they recover from the shocking events that unfolded in Towers Above, which put both of them in the crosshairs of Middle Eastern terrorists. What? Those, op those operatives have a long reach, and when Tommy discovers that Rob has a price on his head, Rob and Marty must change their lives in ways they never dreamed of, while still clinging to the dream of owning a thoroughbred racehorse that will rival the greatest ever to triumph on the racetrack. Wait, they still the don't have a horse? But the forces of evil aren't content to just let Rob go. They develop an evil plan to flush him out by using the drug network to entrap his vulnerable grandson, Harry, who's trying to kick his vaping habit. <laughs> Those the, damn Colombian vape lords. The pressures and isolation of the COVID-19 pandemic, along with the rebellion of adolescents, create the perfect storm, and Harry's life is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, hopes are riding on Towers Above's new foal, which is also a target for terrorist revenge. Fast-paced, well-researched, and completely engaging with issues for, torn from the headlines, Tower De Tower's destiny is the thriller you won't be able to put down. Because we put glue on the cover. I love, that he put, I love that he put <laughs> well-researched um, at the end. Oh, yeah. On Facebook. Oh, no, that's from the website. Yeah. This is all from the website. Yeah, yeah. No, he was well-researched. His research comes from Facebook. Oh, I see. what oh, Steve I see. is trying to say. I see. Uh, <laughs> I do want to share the fact that um, I got excited and tried to find that, um, that cover image just to see what you were talking about. And I made the horrible mistake of typing in Horse 911. <laughs> I don't want to know. I found this. Oh, boy. <laughs> cool uh, so for those of you playing along oh at home God. it is a uh, black horse with the New York City the New York City skyline shaved into his underbelly so that it shows up along his side and uh, there's them big old two towers right there on his butt so there's we, that we don't deserve horses we don't deserve life um I I, I I wish the I wish the Antifa super soldiers that we grew in Vats in Portland. You remember that, guys, when we went up to Portland and did that? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I yep. wish they would go berserk and kill us all. Um, everyone on the planet. I hope that uh, we all die. Well, you know, it's okay, Sean. The Antifa super soldiers are eventually going to die out because they'll not ever be able to find a job. They don't know how to walk into a brick-and-mortar business, give them a firm handshake, and look them square in the eye. I want... It's not what we bred them for. Well, I, I know not they can, what we like, them for. They can tear apart tanks or whatever, but they are not getting an interview. 
I want to take a second, figurative second, to read an excerpt from Tower's Destiny. Please, you've you've already done enough damage. But it's, <laughs> it's very good, and by very good, I mean awful. Uh, <laughs> just from the from the very beginning of the book, because Amazon only lets you go so far. Of um, course. So, uh, prude. Uh, basically, um. They learn in like the first page that they have to go change their identities. There's no build up to this. Um, <laughs> it's like right away on the first page, they're like, "Oh shit, they know who we are. Gotta change our identities." Um, so this is oh, in the fuck. They spotted me. Uh, I'm I'm Daryl now. So this is like in the, like the third page here, and he's he's trying to think about who 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 got who's got it out for him. So. Uh, no matter how hard I tried to focus, my mind kept going back and forth to specific groups and, and individuals who would want me dead. The most recent conflict with Antifa's anarchists certainly put those folks at the top of my list. <laughs> Any revolutionary leaders who had escaped capture would surely love to see me dead. Whether one of them had the balls to do it themselves or hire a contract assassin probably didn't make a difference. On more than one occasion, Tommy had referred to America's intelligence agencies as dysfunctional. Uh, remember, Tommy is the actual CIA agent. Yeah, the mm -hmm. actual CIA agent who, for some reason, hasn't been fired for dragging this civilian along and letting him kill people, I assume? I Probably. He and I had thwarted and embarrassed a number of their clandestine activities. According to Tommy, <laughs> the director of national intelligence supposedly lorded his power over various intelligent groups to make certain they were all on the same page. However, the current POTUS had exposed just how independent each agency had been during the 2016 ele election and his first term in office. Perhaps these agencies would continue their harassment if POTUS were elected for a second term in office. While Tommy had learned a, uh, earned a level of respect over several years, eliminating him would violate an unwritten code amongst the various agencies. Since I was not a member of their fraternity, that made me a liability. Also the law! I, I can't I, I can't find it, but there's a point in here where they make uh he makes a reference to the seventeen intelligence agencies that work uh -huh. under America. Of course. And and I'm like, yeah, you know, all seventeen of them that we are all aware of that definitely exist. Well, seventeen seventeen is a reference to the seventeenth letter of the alphabet, which is Q. Fuck me, uh... really. Wait, that's, who, that's who, yes, that's who this, that's, that's what this fucking thing is about. I mean, look, I'm not surprised, but. stupid. Oh, yeah, no, no, it's all, it's all very incredibly stupid, just like, like Buck Bannon. <laughs> okay, yep. like, don't get me wrong, I, I'm fine for, like, secret hidden meanings and shit in books, but the people who believe in QAnon shit are not going to be smart enough to find that. <laughs> Well, no, they're always baking. They're always baking little tiny crumbs, whatever they can get. They're baking it into some grand conspiracy. Into a bullshit souffle. I, I can't believe that this guy has written three books and I and I still, I, I get through a couple of pages of something I'm writing and I go, no, that's bad. And you're a bad, and you're a bad writer. And well, this see, guy has written three books about 9-11 horse. Yeah. Well, there you go. You can be a little easier on yourself then, Sean. No, I can be, I have to be incredibly <laughs> more hard. Well, I get oh. that a lot. God fucking damn it. 
So uh, this is a podcast where we talk about Craigslist ads. And sometimes my book club. Yep. Uh, and we're about 25 minutes in. <laughs> hey, look, I told you I wanted to get that out of the way. I knew it was going to be a bit of a time sink, but I had to. Oh, no, to. no. This was gold. This was yum, 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 yummy. I'm not complaining at all. It's just we've been very bad about actually doing the point of our show lately. Uh, you know, it's fine. Yeah, most of which has been my fault, admittedly. That You know what? Way to, way to take responsibility. I'm proud of you. Mm. So, uh, how about I kick us off with an ad from Indianapolis Lost okay, and Found. Okay, real quick, I consider everything your guys' fault. Okay, continue. That's I fair. Mean, That's fair. <laughs> I, right? I want to argue against that, but I really don't have any evidence I, to the contrary. I've, gotten, I've, I've got, I don't even have, like, a small strip of, of ground to stand on to defend that. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I got nothing. It, yeah. Whoops. Anyway... Uh, This is from Indianapolis Lost and Found, entitled, You Must Give In Completely. Oh, no. I lost the one that does. There were no questions. I wanted something specific, and it was taken care of, and you wanted to give without question and hesitation. That mask didn't cover your mouth. Or any other openings. All was accessible to Ooh. my delight. Oh. You should like the deprivation at your place and nowhere else. If this is not you, don't respond. No pain. Thanks. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of mixed signals in this ad. Yeah. And uh, very last uh, line here. Lost or found? Colon. Lost. The, uh... Okay. <laughs> I didn't I didn't put on my Dom jeans once in the red room and now my little slave has gone missing. Aw. This is what you well, that, get when you don't put on your Dom jeans. Well, you got to microchip those. Otherwise, your slave is going to get picked up by the SPCA. Oh, then they'll be sent to a kill shelter. Yep. <laughs> you never know, he might get picked up by a rescue. Look, no one ju- no one wants to adopt sex slaves. They think they're too aggressive and violent. Ah, there it is. <laughs> that a masochist of, is going to eat my baby. A lot of, you know, and the thing is also, like, a lot of landlords don't, like, let you have them. Like, it's right? a it's, it's a real problem, honestly. Like, There's you, lots of breed restrictions. Uh, just so many. Like, just, just the restrictions are crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone knows how docile and cuddly they are. And it's mm-hmm. the owners that are always usually at fault. Uh, yes. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. It's always the yeah. doms. It's always, always. the doms. Yeah. There, <laughs> there are no bad fuck boys. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Only... No. <laughs> the other way around. Wait. Only bad fuck men? Sure. <laughs> uh, buck Rogers and the invasion of the fuck men? Fuck Rogers. <laughs> okay, there we go. Fuck yep. Rogers? Fuddruckers and the invasion of appetizers? <laughs> Man, I miss Fuddruckers. We need one up here. No, we don't. Why yes, not? we do. Why we not? need nothing. We need oh, everything. I'm... God damn. I'm so angry right now. I can barely do this podcast. <laughs> you know, we're supposed Have to be you... getting in Noah's bagels in here sometime soon, but it just hasn't, it hasn't been here. Uh-huh. 
Raising Cane's just opened. Oh, Raising Cane's just opened. You want to talk about that for another half hour? We can finally get some chicken strips here in Sacramento. Some chicken strips. Just a couple of chicken strips. Just a couple of chicken strips. Fuck you, chicken strips. I was wondering. I was wondering who was going to break it first. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I guess I'll Uh, go. Um, (laughs) No. Um, I'll, uh, I'll put aside, uh, the one I was going to read cause I didn't, uh, I didn't know that was going to take so long and I don't need to get into another conspiracy post right now. Um, so from Nashville community artists, what would you say? Respond in rhyme, throw in a toast. What would you say? You chew on the most. Ooh. I chew up these rhymes, spit them out in time. It's almost a crime, just how much they leak grime. Okay. I'm white, all right? I don't need this fucking kind of pressure on me. (laughs) Buy a rhyming dictionary. Uh, Or do what other great artists do and steal from older dead artists. I thought you were going to say go to Rhyme Zone. (laughs) Wait, oh, is that a thing? Of course it is. I mean, I, I shouldn't be surprised that there's a, what I'm assuming, an online uh, repository for rhyming words. Um, yep. Like, I shouldn't be surprised, but like, I, I'm kind of, I kind of am. I like well, see, chewing on corrugated sheet metal because it's painful, and the pain is what I deserve. So that's about that where rhyme. I'm at. It, there's no rhyme. I'm not in there. talking about rhyme, you fuckwit. I'm talking about what I like to chew. It said that's respond, what he asked. It said respond and rhyme. Eat shit. And then what? There's more. What's your what rhyme scheme are you going for here, Sean? Oh, it's a cry sound. <laughs> I generally had no idea what sound you were making at first, and I was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> it's it's a very sad race car. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. <laughs> just a very, just a very busted car. Oh, God. Man, I forgot about dime and lime and climb. Fuck you, Rhyme Zone. This is from Las Vegas Ransom Raves. Oh, good. Uh, it's in the Bitch Made saga. <laughs> if y'all remember that. I do. This one's called Challenger. Ooh. Oh, my little bro was able to buy a really nice Challenger with all his hard work. So I'm going to just give one to free to one of my fellow N-words, a nice blue with a white stripe. <laughs> so when he comes to the slave setup, he feels that less special. What the Whoa, fuck? what the fuck? <laughs> you, you, rem- you remember there was a, a slave in the mansion in the last episode? Oh, that's of right. I, that's right. He's going to get, uh, this person is going to get their brother drunk and keep pushing the slave on him to fuck. As That's much as right. he refuses to want a fucker, he can only right. spend the night in the mansion <laughs> if he shares a room bed with a slave. You, you remember? Can have, I, you I, can have this sex slave, but only if you can spend one night in her haunted vagina. Exactly. <laughs> and by haunted vagina, he just means she had an abortion like 10 years ago. Hey, spirit's a spirit, man. That's true. 
he had unfinished the, business, didn't he? If that look, if that zygote, you know, was uh, uh, removed in a in a pat in a, in a great passion, then that fulfills mm-hmm. all the necessary requirements for ghosts. So is the is the room getting taller, or are the labia just stretching wider? <laughs> This is dark. Who'll find this uterus has no windows and no No doors. doors. Which leaves you with this chilling challenge. (laughs) To find a way to pull out. (laughs) The the sexy haunted mansion is just trying to find the clitoris. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but people keep spreading ashes in there and they have to shut it down. Yeah, it's real bad. (laughs) Pat Pat wanted me to spread him in, <laughs> in this rank ass woman's vagina. <laughs> gotta spread Pat Pat's it's ashes like, in this like vulva. Gonna, oh. He loved surfing, so we're gonna spread his ashes into the ocean. <laughs> we should, uh, uh, anyway. Pat Pat, so, how did you know this vagina was haunted? Oh, uh, well, it, the walls bleed every month or so. <laughs> Clearly a sign of supernatural activity. So yep. when he comes to the slave setup, he feels that less special. And <laughs> then give a Camaro to Sonny, because fuck my brother N-word, Karma says he doesn't deserve anything he's been working for. <laughs> Out of the billions of people on Earth, it has to be us, his brother and sister, to completely ruin anything and everything he's ever worked for and his, and his daughter's <laughs> life. Fuck. We're even going to send a fat-ass spoiled 10-year-old to tell his 4-year-old that she doesn't have a mom. Because fuck her, that's karma. Whoa! Holy shit! Wow! A spoiled fat salvatruch bitch mad that her mom wouldn't allow her to be the whore she wanted. So fuck that. Why does he deserve mom's love when he's not even adding to her problems? I'ma even convince him that our mom's death was God's punishment. Because fuck her. I'm a far-spoiled politician's daughter. Who the fuck she thinks she is, my mom? A muscle-headed, spoiled grandma's boy mad that his little cuz got to love with his mom and only his mom while he was blessed enough to grow up around an entire family and entire community. A muscle-headed, spoiled grandma's boy who is always looking for greener grass on the other side, not realizing what he has. Oh, my little cuz just lost his wild world. I I think they meant to say whole world. Whole Ah. world his whole life one day to another a doctor just said three months to live (sighs) and just like that. That lonely loser tag along nine friends ass gets to come live with the rest of the family. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Shit happens. As big of a family and community that I have, I never had to experience death so close at such a young age, but fuck all that. He needs to stop being sad. Shit happens. He has to leave the school slash area slash home where he had a few friends. Shit happens. Now, the rest of this is in all caps. I've never lost my home. Grandma slash family's home has been here since I can remember. All the uncles, aunts, family parties, neighborhood friends has always been there for me and will always be there for me. You never permanently lost your home. You might have got kicked out for acting like a meathead. But guess what? Everyone's still here for you. I can never go back home. (laughs) Okay, then. This is a spectacular crossover between paranormal activity and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think this is a spectacular uh, crossover between mental illness and fentanyl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. 
<laughs> I don't think there was a single punctuation in that entire last half that you read. Oh, hell no. Th- there was not. There was not. It's like, hey, how'd you guys feel about that? Uh, the latest Paranormal Activity movie? I don't know, man. It was all shot in ultrasound. It was weird. <laughs> I caught this ghost in 4K. <laughs> 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 like Zoink Scoob, I don't think it's safe to go inside that hooker. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, right here, right, right because of the roach. Because of the familiar. I don't know what you said. I heard, like, roast beef and familiar. I, th- I think he was saying chlamydia. Uh, no, I th- I'm a witch, and this is my roast beef familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Arby's witch. Oh, no. Those are the worst kind. Their haunted vaginas have roast beef curtains. <laughs> Why do we keep coming I, I, back? I to was that? trying to. I was trying to shift away from that. I was trying to find a joke around <sighs> the horsey sauce curse. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. I mean, it would have been, but then we had to there's, circle there's, back around to haunted vaginas. There's, there's no point to this podcast. There's no point to anything. I'm going to die, and. Uh, Oh, God, I can't. I'm looking forward to it. We have the meats. That's all I had. See there, it's fine. I was going to make a necromancy joke. It would have been fine. Ooh. But now we're... (sighs) This seems like a great opportunity to let you know that if you want to send us an ad, uh, (laughs) you can do so. Uh, let's take a moment to mention to you, our lovely Dragonauts, that we would love for you to send us any weird Craigslist ads you happen to find, and if we use it, we will happily credit you here on the show. We prefer screenshots over links, as these sorts of ads can be taken down for any of a multitude of reasons, and you can send those screenshots to dregsofcraigs, all one word, at gmail.com. And for those of you who have sent ads our way, you're our favorites. It's true. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's still listening, bless you. You're more forgiving and kind than anyone I know. Um, bless you. Um, <laughs> I, I hope I hope life goes well for you. Me too. I, I hope things go well for you too. Yeah. Yeah. I hope things improve from listening to us. I, I hope this podcast delivers you from sin. <laughs> I hope this podcast is your lowest point. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, n- well, because then everything no, improves no. and gets better. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And this isn't, I mean, I, I talk a lot of shit, but this isn't that bad a low. That's true. I hope our dumb, annoying podcast is the worst you see today. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I hope we're the worst part of your life. <laughs> yeah. This is all very <laughs> negative energy to be putting out into the world. <laughs> No, it's, ve- it's very positive. Thank you very much. Not, yes, what we we're not doing directed is towards our show. It's not. Hey, I we hope are you building think our show su- sucks so that the rest of your we're day building is a better. solid, strong foundation of a baseline of shittiness so that their need, day can improve from listening to us. But then why would posi- they? You need positive and negative energy. It's called anodes and and diodes. But then why would right? somebody continue to listen if it's the worst part of their day? Because the rest of their day is so awesome that even listening to our hilarious podcast is the low point. I'm just saying, if something's the low point of my day, I'm not going to do it again the next day. I'm going to do something else. I know. I'm saying our show is fun and entertaining and enjoyable. Yeah. And I hope the rest of their day gets even better. See, that's that's fine. 
That's a great thing to say. Good. <laughs> Saying I hope that our podcast is the low point of your day is a very different thing. Is it, though? Yes. I, th- it, I think um, this is a glass half ju- empty sort of deal. It's it's just semantics. And, semantics uh, we matters. Lo- we, lo- we love to play with semantics here. Words we mean do. things. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Hey, Steve, you going to read an ad? If I must. I mean, if not, I got one. I can, you know. uh, let's see. I've got one here from Olympia Fields, Lost and Found. Oh, that sounds nice. I hope it isn't hell. Eh, it might be. Uh, and I debated whether or not to make this one uh, a final title or read the whole ad, but I think it, it, it stands on its own legs. Gosha, Gosha, Gosha! Franciscan health. <laughs> Wait, what was that last bit? Franciscan health. Oh, this must be a Catholic, uh, Catholic hospital or something. Maybe I don't know. Uh, well, th- <laughs> the part before that, Gosha, 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 is spelled G-O-S-H-A. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So that sounds <laughs> phonetically. That works out. Yeah. Gosha, X-ray tech, you have my book and now you're not working there anymore. I'd like it back, please. If anyone knows her, please let her know about this post. The book was called The Blooding. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Hopefully a novel and not textbook. (laughs) I think it's an old medieval textbook about how to to bleed people. How to leech somebody properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, well... They got a big, they got a big bump. If I cut open the bump and let the bump leak out, maybe yeah. things will be better. Yeah, you just have to release all that bump juice. And that's what all, and that's what this textbook is about. <laughs> you gotta tap them like a keg, which means you gotta drill a hole in their forehead to let like the pressure out. Hey Siri, how yeah, do I untangle? Great. Hey Siri, how do I untangle these humors? <laughs> <laughs> My humors are tangled. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to deal with what, when astronauts coming back from space, quantum entangled humors. Oh, and, no. Yep, yep, yep. And you're just, it's its a new area of medicine that I, as a witch doctor, am trying to pioneer. They both have and don't have gangrene. I'm trying to find bold new ways of bleeding people. <laughs> Well, it's Schrodinger's trepanation. <laughs> uh, uh, it, the, there's both a demon and no demon inside your head, and we have to drill a hole in order to find out? Pretty much. <laughs> you can't know oh. until you crack that sucker open. <laughs> exactly. Like a, like a wonder ball. Look, until... Yeah, and, and there's lots of choking hazards in the average American head. <laughs> Look, until we shove this ice pick through your eye, you're both crazy and not crazy. So we just <laughs> got to figure this out. All we are really doing is making sure we know your current situation. Yeah, we're just trying to get you on an even playing field. So here we go. Pat. Yep. Hey, look, if I poke this spot right here, his leg lifts. <laughs> Man, old, doc- old doctors. That's That's some great shit when we were just trying to figure it out. Yep. Good stuff. I think they were barbers, too. I'm going to invent oatmeal to make you less horny, but also, if you're cr- if you're crazy, come in, and I'll masturbate you. Hooray! <laughs> hey, 
Sounds like you've got demons. You should do cocaine about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I've been doing, man. (laughs) Man, I feel bad for those old-timey doctors, too, uh, because weren't they also, like... uh, like, obviously, you had your general practitioners doing folk medicine and all that, but they also had to serve as, like, barbers and dentists and veterinarians and all kinds of weird shit. They wore a lot of hats. So that's got to be stressful when you're, like, walking up to the homestead and you're like, oh, fuck, I hope someone just wants a haircut. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I forgot and wore my nice shoes. Please don't let this be childbirth. <laughs> well, look, look, you've already... You've already done your due diligence. You went to the community center in town and you posted up a board and you said, look, I'm fine doing house calls. If you feel like you're going to get pregnant, come get me. But I have instructed you. I have done multiple classes multiple (laughs) times per day in the past week about birthing trenches. And I think you all need to take that information to heart. (laughs) I don't know nothing about birthing no trenches. Oh, look, look, all right, you shithead. If you, (laughs) if I come to your house and there's not a fucking birthing trench, I'm walking right back out the door. (laughs) I'm not delivering your baby without a birthing trench. I mean, we have like, I'd call it a gutter going down our, our front yard where the water like flows into and then into the storm drain. That could probably catch some placenta and whatnot. God, it's like it's like it's like you know nothing about catching juices. <laughs> hey, I just realized, does that mean like barbers and dentists today are like slacking off? I mean not not so much dentists. Well, dentists, dentists are... certainly aren't. They're Mike they're making fucking books about 9-11 horses. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> also, dentists are still doctors, so I mean that's still that's still something. Oh, yeah, I know. But, I mean, back in the day, one guy had to do it all. Well, like, yeah. it was one-stop shopping. Yeah, that's because everyone only lived to be 25, so you didn't have to do as much. I don't, well, there I you don't go. think that's necessarily true. I think some barbers could just be barbers, but sometimes they would get the reputation as doctor because ah. they were the one with the, the knife. Like, they accidentally nicked someone's ear during a shave or whatever, and it's like, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, it's, it's bloodletting. You needed this. You had an ear demon. (laughs) (laughs) You've got cancer goblins. (laughs) God damn it. Eat this bleach. I thought the cancer goblins were in remission. (laughs) Here, drink this bleach. It's good for you, man. Oh no, I am afflicted with an STD by the fae. (laughs) I neglected to leave out water and milk and bread at night, and now I am cursed with the syphilis. And I, I, I swear, honey, that's what happened. I forgot to leave out. <laughs> forgot to leave out milk and cookies for the uh, the fairies, and <laughs> that's they cursed Santa me. Claus gave me AIDS. <laughs> that that's fine, dear. We, uh, I mean, you know that happened to me. That's why our son, who looks nothing like you, is a doppelganger <laughs> from. Yep. From the Fae. He's not at all I, someone I, else's I get child. It. I get it. I know you had that in, that incident with the skinwalker. That's fine. It happens. Yep. It happens. We're a happy family. Yeah, it all works. Hey, honey, why is our son a uh, a different race from both of us? Oh, uh, he's a changeling. He's one of the founders. Woo! I'm sorry. That's for 
That's for DS9 people. I was going to say, <laughs> is, that, is that a very specific uh, joke? Uh, yeah, that's 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 for Deep Space Nine people. For okay. all of you uh, at home that understood that joke, you're fucking nerds. Yeah, you're a fucking nerd. You fucking nerd. You want me to go next, or you want to go next? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll go next here. I don't think this one okay. will will take uh, too much time here, but uh, I did want to get the uh, a listener submission out. Um, Yay! Oh, okay, good. Yeah, from uh, from Savannah Shanae. I hope I pronounced that uh, correctly. Thank you so much, Savannah. Thank um, you, Savannah. Savannah here sent us um, from Eugene, Oregon, Missed Connections. Oh, you're really close to the Antifa up there. I know. That's true. Gotta be careful. So wait, are you entirely sure that it's from Eugene, Oregon as a place and the submitter is Savannah, but it's not someone named Eugene, Oregon sending us an ad from the Savannah? I think every time we have an uh, an ad, which has been a couple times from Eugene, Oregon, you have made this exact joke. Well, you never answer me, do you? I mean, are we sure? Are we sure it's not the state of Oregon sending a guy named Eugene to Savannah, Georgia? Ah, see, uh, cracked it. Bo- are you? Are are we entirely sure I'm not having a stroke? I mean, do you smell burnt toast? I smell almonds. Ooh, yeah, fine. that's nice. You, yeah, that's oh, that's wait, probably. You, s- <laughs> you smell almonds? Shit, that's gonorrhea again, man. Oh uh, no, that's that's just the arsenic. Uh, I think maybe. Go. Yeah, you're okay. Uh, so from Eugene, Oregon, uh, the love of my life. C C C. Uh, carbon copy. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're 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 just uh, CCing someone in there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I hope you see this. I hope you. Oh, wow, I didn't notice that before. <laughs> Sorry. Th- <laughs> this delves into insanity pretty quick, but I didn't notice that there's some stuff at the beginning. I hope you see this. I hope you, you run into it while trying to look for me or something about me because that's what you like to do. I'm right here, and I always have been. My family means everything, and having you be the father to my three beautiful babies because you have and always will be the love of my life. We miss you. I miss you. But I miss you, him, my babe, my booba. I hope you see this. I truly do. So you just know I'm still up late at night missing you, wishing you were home. I love you, my Mr. C. My booba? My booba. My booba. My booba. Ah, boo. ah booba-san. My kabooba. Yeah, guys, you know what's really good? Getting some uh, tea and getting some booba in there. Oh. <laughs> I prefer uh, milk booba tea. Uh, yeah. That's good. That's a good. Say. The popping booba is my favorite, personally. I just <laughs> it, nothing. Nothing against original. It's just like the the texture of like you know, it's like the tapioca texture. I'm not really a huge fan of, but yeah. it's too surprising. It's too surprising for me. You know, I do really enjoy the difference in texture when I get booba on frozen yogurt. That is true. That is that that is good. well the the popping booba you mean or booba? Fuck! Yep. I ruined it. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> the popping booba. Oh, I'm five years old. Trainer. God damn it! This I can't make that any funnier. <laughs> I, I I hope this I hope this person gets uh, woof fired out no, of a no. cannon into the no. sun. I I hope whoever I hope Mister C gets fired out of a cannon into the sun. Asshole, leaving leaving this person and their their three kids. Mm-hmm. You need to move. You need to move on. Poster, op. You need to. <laughs> I was I was gonna say you need to 
you find your your Mr. Big, but also he's a sex creep too. So, uh, yeah. I don't know what Samantha sees in him. What? I said I don't it's know what's Sam- in the city. I don't know what Samantha oh, sees in him. Oh, that explains why I didn't understand. Y- yeah. Okay. Sean, do you have something to, to <laughs> save us from that? That f- yes. failed uh, joke that I made. I wasn't failed. I just didn't get the reference. That's my bad. This was my shortcoming as a consumer of popular culture, Dustin. You do not get to put yourself down for that. Watch this me. is from Tucson General Community. Hooray! In need of, parentheses, free, close parentheses, toasters and toaster ovens. Okay. Uh-oh. Hello! I'm making a movie with the main focus being toasters and toaster ovens. <laughs> <laughs> I can see your vision now. I don't come from money and currently can't afford to purchase the amount of toasters needed <laughs> to for the film. <laughs> to for the film. Yes. There, there is a minimum number of toasters that need to be in this project. I don't think you understand. You... Oh, no, finish, finish up, finish up. If you or anyone you know has an extra one laying around, if would mean to to world to me if you could donate it for my project. Broken or working, does it does not matter. I would love to take them off your hands. I Hmm. only bus and live near university, but will try my hardest to come to you. (laughs) Listen. Well, I live in California, so... Listen, this live-action reboot of The Brave Little Toaster has to happen. If this doesn't, if like you don't understand how important this is, and I need many toasters in order to (laughs) blow some up for the action scenes at the climax. Look, look, the the brave little toaster is being judged by the council for his actions in in the uh, uh, (laughs) fucking Mister Coffee Wars. I don't fucking know. The Brave Little Toaster is a war criminal. (laughs) The Brave Little Toaster is being put on trial for the death of the air conditioning unit. Uh, So You think he just went to Mars because he could? No, he was trying to escape. You (laughs) fool. There's a satellite network up there now. The heated blanket is our only witness. (laughs) The toaster went to Mars and saw how flat the earth was. (laughs) (laughs) He broke through the dome. I need 17 toasters. He's the bravest little toaster. He dared to stand up against the lib the libcucks on the Twitter. Libcucks. <laughs> these these goddamn antifa cuisinarts. <laughs> I I like the idea of this of someone having bulk toasters and toaster ovens, and they're nearby, he gets on the bus, and he had, he just tries to shove onto the bus a shopping cart full of toasters. <laughs> just <laughs> loose toasters. And he's like, yes, 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 I am the next Spielberg. This will be my magnum opus. <laughs> Or, like, he's got a backpack, like an overloaded backpack, like, um, you know, like the like in, in Zelda, when you, uh, the fucking oh, Beetle where Merchant, his... where he's got that, like, oh, backpack yeah. that's, like, yes. three times the size. Yes, he's got an encumbrance limit. Or, or uh, maybe for a different reference, or um, uh, from uh, Mary Poppins, uh, uh, Bert, where he's got that, like, oh, just yeah. huge, like, backpack that clanks because it's, like, instruments and shit. 
So it was mm-hmm. just multiple toasters, just clank, clank. Just... Well, you know what? He could well, be that's like, the twist. Uh, he can play them. Ooh. He could be like one of those guys in like, um, I don't know, you, you occasionally see videos of them. They're just like riding a bike and then they have a long stick. And on that long stick is hanging just pounds and pounds of like produce or fish or goods oh, to yes. sell. Oh. And somehow they're fucking keeping it together, riding this overloaded bike oh, yeah. in the middle of traffic. Somehow it's like perfectly balanced, like one of those little monkeys on the bike, like going across the line up on someone's ceiling. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. With those little toys that go back and forth as the monkey balances. It's that, but toasters. Yeah. Man, I would love to see a gritty reboot of the Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> I I would buy a ticket to go see the like the brave they reprise the song uh, "Worthless" and it's just the robots in an Amazon warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, wouldn't it be the robots <laughs> that put together the cars in Detroit? I feel like that's a little more. On that's the nose. true. Yep, because Tesla's taking all their business. Well, that's also worthless, so... Yay! We got worthless going all around. Because we're worthless! Packing up shit for the lazy-ass people who won't go and buy it at stores. Hello! It's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the lazy-ass person who won't go buy it Is at stores. Is it me you're looking for? Uh, I, I'm, imag- I'm imagining... <laughs> this, is, this is for three people. I'm imagining the movie Ad Astra, but the brave little toaster goes to Mars. So, um, Ooh. have fun. Have fun for the three people that will enjoy that joke. Yep. Because uh, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Well, here, I'll drag it down to our level then. Uh, the weird, the brave little toaster goes to Mars and takes his shit and grows potatoes with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. We got the Martian, the Martian going on there. That's yeah, the great. brave little toaster yeah. goes to Martian. Oh, there it is. All right. We got there, boys. It took a while, but... <laughs> uh, and, and, and by there, we meant a dead end, but... Uh... And that's lunch. And we want to thank friend of the show, Lindsay Reagan, for designing our new logo for us. It is gorgeous, and we very much appreciate it. We also want to thank Andrew Macado for our new funky-ass theme song. And we want to thank you, our very, very special Dregonauts, for tuning in to another episode of Dregs of Craigs. And if this is your first time, normally we like to wrap up our episodes with a final uh, Craigslist ad title. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, also don't forget we have a red bubble store if you want to have like a cool sticker or something with our logo on it. Um, yes. Okay. In fact, all. get a bunch of stickers and like leave them on those metal poles that are on the uh, <laughs> the side of uh, uh, drive through windows. Just, just, just slap them all over your city. Just yeah, really deface yeah. your hometown with that will our in, brand. In no way come to bite us in the ass. Yeah. In fact, you know what? We want to get you in trouble, because if there's controversy, that's publicity, baby. Ooh, damn, you're right. Hey, Dragonauts, go burn down a Walmart. Hey, anybody? I, look, I'm down for that. Anybody got Joe Rogan's number and have him on the show? Like, No. Uh, probably get it, right? It can't be hard. It can't be, I imagine. I mean, he'll. I'm sure he'll go on anything, so. I'm pretty sure if we just put, like, a sign out in front of our house similar to Wiley Coyote that just says, like, free MDMA this way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then we can trap him in a cage, and finally my plan will be complete. 
Joe Rogan at the Sacramento Zoo. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> press your ear against the front door. Maybe you can hear him coming. Meep, meep. <laughs> hey, anyway. I'm just I'm just asking questions, meep, meep. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried out my isolation tank, meep, meep? Here's an ad for boner pills, meep, meep. I don't know. <laughs> No, he does those. <laughs> Here is our final title from Toledo, Ohio in Lost and Found. Found ashes in wrecked vehicle. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is Pendrix of Craig's. I'm Steve Ross. I'm Dustin White. And I'm Jack Randall. Until next time, when your misconnections become casual encounters.